Welcome to this promised bonus episode of Tailoring Talk with me, Roberto Rivella. Hope everyone's doing okay. It's, uh, I seem to always be recording when it's raining, no idea why, but uh, yeah. We are currently in the middle of editing the first few episodes of season three, so those will be coming very soon, should be next week, um, so keep an eye out. And if you're not already subscribed, um, then please do hit that subscribe button so you don't miss the first episode, which is going to be a cracker. Um, I'm going to talk about fatigue today because that's pretty much how I've been feeling for the last week. It's been uh, quite a challenging last few months um, as business has started to come back, um, although it hasn't come back full force. It's been very stop-start. Um you know, and I'm grateful for that, admittedly. Um, but at the same time, it has been a bit like, uh, you know, you've done no exercise for over a year and then all of a sudden someone asks you to run a marathon or do a triathlon or something. Um, uh, also, it's just been quite a lot. That noise you can hear is the sound of a cardboard box being shredded by my eldest cat, Frank, who loves to pick his moments. So apologies for that. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's uh, it's not just the kind of getting back into the routine and so on, but um, in my job, I've either got people coming to my workroom to see me in central London, um, or I'm having to be on the road quite a lot. And that logistically is an absolute nightmare. And some of our customers appreciate it and I think others either don't appreciate it, don't care, or probably more are completely oblivious to the logistics of what goes on behind the scenes to make things happen for them. Um, and that's just something I have to deal with. It's, you know, I'm in a customer service job. Yes, I'm a tailor. Yes, I make clothes for people. But my job essentially is all about customer service. And um the extent to which we go to serve our customers does mean that that has a toll on you. It has a toll on you mentally, physically. It plays havoc with your personal life. So case in point, Saturday, we had um, we have a wedding that's taking place next week, but the client is leaving on Monday. Um, all sorts of things have gone wrong through uh, getting his clothes made, um, mostly down to a combination of Brexit and the pandemic and the current pingdemic, um, which means that, you know, we we just don't know when we're going to get materials and things in. It's ridiculous. Um, so, um, you know, you have target dates to hit. Um, we were right down to the wire on this one. Um, we did manage to get things ready when we promised on eventually on Friday. And then I needed a courier to get over to Richmond um, to get the suit to him. The courier, when I booked it nice and early in the day, did not bother telling me that they were going to be very, very busy that evening and they were short staffed. So everything was picked up mid-afternoon. Um, I breathed a sigh of relief and start to get on with personal stuff um, and enjoying my evening. And then I get a message from the customer saying, uh, when's it coming? Because nothing seems to have moved. And 
I ring the workroom, uh, ring the workroom, nothing's been picked up. So I call them up and uh, they then tell me that they're short staffed, that they're running long, long delays on pickups and so on. So it was really, I'm, you know, by this point I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted from a long week, from a long month, from a long quarter. Um, and I, I'm literally just on the ceiling, like moments, breaths away from completely exploding. But took a deep breath because at the end of the day, it wasn't the phone operator's fault. And she, in the end, long story short, did do as much as she could to help. And, um, uh, you know, in the end, it got picked up in time. But then there was another few hours before it would get to the customer and the customer was due to be out that evening. So we had to divert the courier to the pub where the customer was going to be for some leaving drinks. Um, and it eventually it all worked out in the end. But my God, the amount of stress, and not just that, obviously it must have been stressful for my customer as well. And I'm really sorry for that happening. But, you know, we, we were meant to be at dinner on, on uh, sorry, it was Friday evening. And um, that all just got cancelled because I just couldn't focus on anything else. So anyway, um, I'm feeling it. Um, I've been feeling quite burnt out. So um, I've taken this weekend for myself as best I can with this horrible weather that we've been having. Um, and uh, I've just tried not to do any work. But again, that's just really difficult when you're... And I know it's been the same for a lot of people through the last 18 months who've been working from home that... Um, burnout and fatigue is something that you've got to be ultra careful of when you are working from home or running your own business. Um, so those of you that are employed, but you've been working from home, you've now got to feel and experience something that a lot of us small business owners and entrepreneurs experience all the time, which is that we have no break from it. So speaking to a lot of my clients, you know, their experience of working from home has been get up early in the morning, but there's no commute. So they go straight from bed to the desk and they get on with work. And then at some point, the phone calls and the video calls start and those go back to back through the entire day, stretching into the evening often. Uh, and then they might be able to snatch a quick dinner and then they're back at their desk again. Because it's when you're working from home and you've got a desk set up at home, whether it's in a spare room or you've got a dedicated office, work is always there. You cannot leave it behind. I remember the days when I used to work for someone and uh, I was in an office. Um, and the only time I ever took work home with me is if I picked my laptop off my desk and whatever files I needed to work on and took them with me. Um, but... Otherwise, if I left my laptop on my desk uh, and didn't take anything with me, um, then once I walked out the office door, work was done. I didn't need to worry about it anymore until I got in the next day. When you work from home or you run a business from home um, or you, run, you just run your own business full stop, it's always there. It's always present. So I guess what I'm trying to say if I'm trying to teach anything from this mini-sode is um, it's really important to try and create boundaries wherever you can 
and for some people for, for some people that means different things um for some it's creating separation within their home for some people that's just not possible so it's uh, about using their diary to create separation so you literally block out everything that you want to do um even if that's you know bl- blocking out your personal stuff like walking the dog or getting exercise time um creating separation from work and personal and giving yourself some time to breathe and some space and some t- time to do things for yourself is really really important and I've ended up in this situation partly because I just haven't been doing that for the last few weeks. I have literally been running full steam ahead. Um, I've not been sleeping much and I've been just react. I just feel like I've been in a real reaction kind of mode all the time. And that is just absolutely exhausting. Um, and everyone around me has been suffering friends, family, you know, my other half, my dogs, my cats, um, and so, uh, so yeah, it got to the point, especially after this episode on Friday, where I've just put my foot down and, you know, I've, I've blocked off Mondays and Fridays now for the next couple of weeks um, to not see clients. So I'll be seeing clients Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays through August. And then the last week of August, which is the bank holiday week, I've just blocked that off completely um, to just focus on myself Um you know, exercise and training and, uh, and my family and my household and, uh, you know, just to try and switch off from work for a little bit. And I've already had some people trying to book appointments with me and they can't get the time that they want and they've been complaining. And I've just had to say to them, look, I'm really sorry, you have to use the booking system. And if the booking system says I'm not available, it means I'm not available. And it's a really, really hard thing for me to do because I, my entire working life, um, I've been in the habit of trying to please people and do the best for people. And that's why I've always been known as someone who gives amazing customer service and can be relied on um, almost often to my own detriment. And I, I guess I'm just at that stage right now where... Um, you know, I don't know if it's a stage in life thing or if it is literally just the culmination of the last few weeks have just built up and I'm I'm ready to explode. But I'm at that point now where I just need to be selfish for a few weeks. Um, and, and someone very wise recently said to me that when it comes to your customers, most of them will be understanding that you do need space for yourself and that you can't be at their beck and call all the time. And there will be a minority who will not see that they will not have any empathy or sympathy whatsoever they they only care about themselves and you know that's those are the kinds of people that maybe you should think about whether you want to be serving or not because at the end of the day um you know any relationship whether it's business or personal is a two-way street um it can't be one way it always has to be a win-win situation for everybody involved um so yeah maybe there's Maybe there's some soul searching or reviewing that I need to do in that respect. But uh, so, yeah, what am I going to do, be doing with my Mondays and Fridays? Well, um, exercising for a start. Um, and I've got a list of things that just need to be done on the personal front. So I'll be prioritizing and working through those. Um, and then just trying to spend and snatch as much quality time as I can with the people closest to me. 
Um, so yeah, there we go. So if you're in that horrible situation like me, where you're starting to feel a bit fatigued and a bit burnt out, don't be afraid to give yourself some grace, as one of my previous guests said, and just take some time for yourself and just be selfish for a little bit. Um, and until you've got yourself back on top and you feel like you can deal with things again. Um, that's it for today. Um, I will be back next week um, with the first episode of season three. Um, still trying to get out to a cinema to see Suicide Squad. So uh, those of you that listen to the other podcast, Play Paul's Turn, um, we will be reviewing that film very, very soon. Uh, John, uh, Alex, Amy, Mark and I, uh, hopefully we'll be able to get the full team together for that one. Um, and uh, some other listening outside of Tailoring Talk, um, uh, I highly recommend a podcast called The Background Dancer by Jason Yap, um, who I had a fantastic conversation with a few episodes ago. Uh, Jason is um, pioneering the uh, school of thought around uh, entrepreneurship in dance and the performing arts. Um, and if, it's a great podcast. It's, uh, you know, one for people who are not only interested in business and entrep- entrepreneurship, but um, also have an appreciation for the performing arts and the people involved within that industry. So definitely recommend checking out The Background Dancer, which is available on Apple Podcasts and wherever you like to get your shows. Thanks very much for listening. Thanks for joining me. And I will see you very soon. Take care.